Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. All right, my friends, I hope you had a great weekend. It is good to be back and at it here on this Monday. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. And I want to, well, questions and all that can be sent there. Of course, the adoration and praise as well. But I want to start, you know, I went kind of back and forth on this uh, several times. In fact, I was even talking to Oz told her before the show I wasn't completely sure about I know what I wanted to do but I'm you know I sometimes I sometimes I go back and forth as to which thing I want to start on but I thought that at least from a logical perspective I wanted to do this first and uh, just make sure I covered it and then moved on and we've got a lot of stuff that I want to get to today as as usual and I would say per, uh, as it typically is the case on Monday, since we've had a whole weekend of nonsense and so forth to subject ourselves to uh, in the dominant culture, media, and politics. But I decided I wanted to share with you some updates on things that are happening here with with our program. And I, tr- you know, it's it's a it's a it's a fine line. I don't want to talk about this too much, but I do feel like I I feel like a I owe it to you. I want to share it. I want to share it. I feel like I need to tell you what's going on. And this is good stuff, by the way. Um, But I also don't want to make it too much about that because I know we want to talk about the issues because that's what we do here every day. But, I, you know, this is um, you know, talk radio, podcasting. This is a way to that, that there's a, a bond that's that's created. And, and I know that many of you have been with us from the very early days and from the very beginning. Some of you maybe even when we started at 2 a.m., started at 2 a.m. back in 2016. Some of you may have listened the first time I was ever live, election night on Freedom 95, 2016. Um, and so I just want to talk about this this first segment, and I'm going to limit it to that. So if I don't get through it all, then that's on me. <laughs> you can email me your questions. That's why I give the email at the top, and I'll do my best to answer. So I'm hesitant in, in sharing this, but I feel like it's 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 to a point now where I, I can and I should. Um, we have, in the past week, week or so, um, we have entered into an agreement with a radio syndicator. Now, I have been approached on this in the past, um, and I always declined because I didn't think the business model made a whole lot of sense. And I'm not going to go into that part of it today. I, there's that's, that's too much in the weeds. But suffice it to say that this time, this time the gentleman that we have been speaking with, who's worked with some very big names in the industry, many, I mean, you're going to know, any, I'm not going to say any of the names, but you would know, you would know these names. Um, his model's different, and the timing is right. You know, for those of you that have listened 
um, for some time. You know that, you know, uh, we have, my wife and I have sold, we sold our house and we've started the beginnings of the truth or we've laid the foundations for the next phase of the truth tour. And there's a lot of stuff happening here uh, behind the scenes as far as all this stuff goes. And, and the plan, the plan, what I feel, again, I don't want to make this too preachy. I maybe some of you think I've been a little too preachy lately and yeah, I understand that. Um, I do it because I, well, I think it's important. And I think it's true, but I'm not going to get too preachy, but I, I do want to say that this, this is something we feel that God has called us to do. And so we, when we sold our home, the idea was to travel um, and to speak at churches and other venues and to work on getting our radio show, television show, um, and then our soon-to-be column out um, and try to get it syndicated, picked up on other outlets, networks, and so forth, or whatever, stations. And so we don't, we didn't go looking for this, just like some of the other things that happened, we didn't usually go looking for as well. I mean, this is literally, I, I, it's always interesting to me to hear people's opinions on, you know, just, you know, I, some, some people I know listen to the program and they didn't know it was just, you know, we were Local, maybe they listened on Freedom ninety five. They thought it was one of the other nationally syndicated shows. We hope that it one day is, but this is this is home based to us now. Or um, I know podcasters are listening all over, but you know we're gonna God willing, we're gonna increase our our reach here. And um, you know, I think it's I think it's what we're supposed to be. We think it's what we're supposed to be doing, but we are <laughs> we're a small team. This isn't like. A big conglomerate. We're not, you know, we're not working with, I, I jokingly say our vast team of attorneys have reviewed things and says, so for example, I would might say my vast team of attorneys have told us that I need to advise you that listening to this program may in fact cause you to lean to the right. So be careful when you're operating your vehicle or other heavy machinery on your way into work or wherever you might be today. If you're walking the dog, listening to the podcast, if you're working out, you know, you might be on the bench press or on the squat rack, and you might find yourself leaning to the right, and that can be dangerous while lifting. But that's that's all just playful tongue-in-cheek stuff. There's not a vast team of attorneys sitting around me at the moment when I'm speaking, advising me on making sure I let you know of those little fun disclaimers. So it's this is something we literally, I mean literally, started in a bedroom closet in our home before we sold it, which now we don't own. Um, but that's what we did. We started in, I started, I obviously have to be careful how I say this because it sounds like the way I used to say it, and I, there's a part of me that did it just for impact, but I also didn't know the best best way to say it. It was in our shared bedroom and my wife had a closet and I had a closet. And I would say in my wife's closet, you know, I would sometimes say my wife's bedroom closet, but that's not that sounds like it's a different room. It was the same room, just a closet that belonged to her and not to me. In the same room. But that's where we started. And so this sort of stuff is a little bit, you know, I don't know, sentimental to me. They're mark you know, kind of uh they serve as road markers to my wife and I as we embark upon this journey. And some of you have been with us from the beginning. And if you haven't been you you might have listened, you know, just a couple of weeks or whatever. Welcome here as as well. But um, again, we we've decided to 
start working with the radio syndicator. So we're going to get the opportunity to review. Uh, there's there's quite a few markets that we could be on nationally. I mean nationally. It's it's dozens and dozens that it opens up to us immediately or in the in the near future. Now that doesn't mean that we're going to be on all of them to start off with. It's going to be it's not going to mean we're going to be on them tomorrow. It just means that the doors are open. It's literally nationwide. It's nine of the top 10 markets. And of course, we're starting small and all this sort of stuff. And I kind of can't go through all the details. I told you we're going to keep this to the, the, the first portion, the first segment of the program. And I'm going to keep it there because I'll get to the issues for those of you that want to make sure I do that. But we're talking about the vast majority of the top 75 markets in the country. And again, this pairs nicely with what we're doing with the Truth Tour. So that's what we started to do. We did not know that this was going to happen. Um, the syndicator reached out to us maybe a month or maybe three or four weeks ago. And here we are. Here we are. So we signed with the syndicator. I actually uh, signed the paperwork on maybe not this past Friday, the Friday before, but I didn't, we've, you can imagine all the transitions. I think we had an issue with our scanner and I think it took me a little time to get that up and running properly because that's something I, I never use the scanner. Um, I think I sent it, uh, it was either Saturday or maybe even the afternoon of Easter Sunday. Anyway, um, that's what's going on. So, scheduled to talk with the syndicator later on uh, today. And I just wanted to tell you, so that this is, this is the process. This is where we are. Um, and basically, what does it look like? So, we can, again, I don't want to, we, we, pretty much have the green light to open again. I'm not going to give you the, it's a lot of markets. It's, it's a lot. Um, again, we wouldn't do all of them, but the idea is, you know, if we can get one to maybe two advertisers to help us launch in a market, we can do that. And I mean, literally these are, I mean, nine of the top 10 you go, you can, you can look at those. I think it's 13 of the top 15 or something like that. Martin and then the vast majority of the top 75. So I don't, can't really explain the details of how this would all work, um, but suffice it to say that a lot of these opportunities are made available when the right connections are made. You know, so um, people discover us and people that have contacts with a lot of radio stations, they can get them to listen versus, you know, you can imagine how challenging it is without uh, without that kind of representation. And so that's that's pretty much where we are. That's pretty much what's going on. It's exciting. I think again, we didn't know this when we when we decided to sell the house and start the truth tour. But these things I think pair quite na- uh, nicely and naturally. So the truth tour, we might be. You know, my original thought with the Truth Tour was we don't want to... I mean, I can't just walk into a station in Chicago, for example, but but the syndicator can. It's a different animal. So if we you know work with, with him on the larger ones, then maybe we can use that momentum and leverage to pick up some other smaller ones and just grow along that, uh, you know, along that process, through that process. That's the plan. And look, this this is a business, but folks, this is something... We, we are blessed. It is, it is challenging to start a new business. It is challenging 
sometimes that's way too gentle of a, of a word to even use, but it, it can be very, very um, <laughs> difficult. And, and uh, I'm going to stick with challenging for the time being to, to do these sorts of things, whatever the business. But um, so when these, these opportunities begin to fall into place, the gratitude that I have, um, you know, to you, to the advertisers that helped us, the, the, I'll never forget the advertisers. We had advertisers. I still, I still am in awe when I think about this. Sometimes, we had advertisers start with us at two a.m. on Freedom ninety five, and they signed on before I even had a show. I mean, we I guess we had the podcast, but we did we weren't even on the radio yet. So I was selling. You know, we we were we were presenting a concept, this idea, this show that really didn't officially exist on the radio yet. And, you know, some of those people are still with us today. And my gratitude to these folks is uh, just off the charts. And to you, for those of you that, for all of you, um, for those of you that have been here since day one, for those of you who have joined us along the way, even last week, I mean, you're all a part of this journey. And I hope you, I hope you know that. I hope you feel that. I mean, these aren't just words to me. You know, when you start in the closet, of course, insert your own joke there, but when you start in the closet with something that was an idea, and I would say a calling without me getting too preachy, um, this is what we've been you know, called and positioned to do, prepared to do, um, and it begins to fall into place, certainly a lot of question marks, which which can be exciting and also overwhelming and, you know... Depending upon the day, there's other emotions in there as as well. Um, but gratitude just is is how I feel today to so many people, the station, you, the listener, our advertisers, uh, the syndicator, these other stations, these other folks that have the other folks that have joined our team and helped us at various steps along the way and figure out things and it's been it's been exciting. Those that have given us opportunities, um, there's a big list, a very big list of, of that. So, and you are on it, you are on it. So, I wanted to share that with you off the top. I don't have any other details. We've got ideas and strategies and plans and all of that, um, but I wanted to share that. I wanted to share that, and if you want to email me about that again, I can't tell you a lot of specifics yet. But I don't. I'll, I'll you know. Share some some things as about that as well. Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. So again, I don't want to make it all about this, but it's not I, I I feel like I I owe that to you to tell you that. I feel like I feel like you'd want to know that. I feel like that's exciting. I know some of you, if you um, would want to pray for that, that's that's great. If there's you want to, I don't know. If you just want to talk about it, you feel prompted to reach out about it. I don't even, I don't even know what that might be. Um, ask a question. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you have a friend in one of the markets that, you know, maybe we should, I don't have any idea. It, it always amazes me what, um, what happens when you just tell what you feel like you, you know, say what you feel like you should say and then let it, uh, let it be. So that's what we're going to do. And as I promised, I'm not going to mention this the rest of the show, even though I kind of want to talk about this in a lot more detail. I'm going to fight the urge, and Oz, Oz will make sure that I don't. Oz has already kind of snapped her fingers a couple of times. And, hey, man, it's time for a break. So she would be right. A timeout is in order. So sit tight, my friends. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk 
I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So, I just told me during the break, you make me sound, what she said, you make me sound like I'm pushy. <laughs> well, I mean, I, she has to be to keep me on the, on the, uh, you know, time schedule and so forth. So, let's get into the issues again. For those of you that may just be tuning in, the first segment, I kind of shared an announcement and if you want to go back and listen to that, you can always do it on the podcast. You can do that on the website as well, toddhuffshow.com slash listen, and you should be able to, to listen to the part of the show that you may have missed. So I want to start today. I, there's, of course, as I've said any other time on a Monday, there, there is so much that we can get into um, after a or during or after, I guess, a long not a long weekend. It's a regular weekend. You know, it's almost like you get to the end of the week. Sometimes they do they do some sort of a document dump or some sort of announcement in the middle of the night on Friday to try to keep limited media coverage because people aren't paying attention. Um, so sometimes there's some of that. Sometimes, well, no. Almost always there's something idiotic that someone says um, on well, on one of the Sunday shows or one of the weekend shows, something somebody did some idiotic on social media. You get the idea, right? Um, and then sometimes there's just things that, as we've talked about them the week before, I don't know. I might I might have stumbled on a few other things, and I th- might think, you know what? I want to this still this issue is still kind of percolating in my my mind and my brain, and I want to get back to it. That's kind of. I guess, where we are today with where I want to start. So I know, and Rush used to talk about this a fair amount, I know that there are people, there are Republicans, who think one of the greatest mistakes Republicans make is focusing on fighting some of these social issues. For example, they're not happy with DeSantis. They don't want to talk about, you know, biological men competing, you know, in men's sports versus being able to participate in women's sports because they identify as transgender. And a, and there's a, a segment of, of Republicans, maybe even a segment of just the fiscal conservative crowd who say, oh, just can we let this be? Let's focus on what the government's actually doing with our money and the tax rates and what we're you know spending money on, what we're you know all this sort of stuff. We we just need to to get this, I don't know, kind of under wraps. And I guess if we get it under wraps, um, the thinking is that's you know the rest of this stuff we can just we can just ignore. Um, but I have a question for those who think this, and th- and the question will be a variation of something like this: What happens? So let me let me back up. America was founded. America was founded on a series of ideas, or you could say in general, a, a capital I idea. Right? America, again, you've heard me say this on this program countless times if you've listened over the years. But America was founded on this 
concept that our rights come from our creator, not from government. This was revolutionary at the time. America was founded uh, on the concept that we, the American people, would be citizens and not subjects. The founders, that was also revolutionary, by the way, the founders after the actual American Revolution, they did not do what most leaders of revolutions that fight for independence or overthrowing a corrupt government or whatever throughout history. They didn't do what most of the new, what most of the folks who, you know, established a new government would do. Typically, typically a group that threw out or overthrew, you know, overthrew a particular government or broke free, you know, for uh, broke and became their own independent nation or whatever, like we did. Most of the times, the new group, the new group of leaders basically reestablished themselves as the, <laughs> as the all-powerful, uh, you could say dictators in some instances, but it, it, even if it wasn't technically a, a dictatorship, it, it wasn't completely to the place our founders got it, which was we are a group of individual people created in the image of a God who have their, we all have our own preferences, our own desires, our own wants, needs, and priorities, and whatever. And that's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing that we have um, that our founders recognized. And, and all people of throughout all times had that this was true for every person, but it was not typically or almost virtually never recognized by the existing government. Or the new government, in the case of a, of a revolution taking place, and so there was this constant uh, struggle, constant struggle with certain things like, um, I mean, tyranny, poverty. Uh, I think a broken spirit. I think people suffered needlessly because prosperity was held back because the people who ran the country, so to speak, the people who were in positions of power and authority and leadership or whatever you want to call that, they held on to things so tightly they did not allow, they did not allow people to live their lives, pursue their dreams, chase their ambitions, express themselves, uh, you know, and, and create things and radically, this all happened with the United States of America. Radically transformed the face of planet Earth radically, radically changed, formed. Uh, should I say change form? <laughs> transformed, radically changed and transformed life on planet Earth. Radically, radically did this. Things that we, <laughs> things that people throughout the history of the world would have never even fathomed in their their wildest imaginations and dreams. So. The idea that America was built, the big I idea, the general concept, those, those tr- I would say truths, the truths that are truths, not truce, truths that our founders acknowledged. They didn't create those truths. They, oh, by the way, that one of my pet peeves is when people say my truth. Oh, my goodness. It, it goes right through me. The, it wasn't the founders' truths. It wasn't my truth or your truth. It's just the truth. The truth is we are created by our creator with certain unalienable rights. That's what we have. That's what we have 
And from that, there's a whole series of ideas, little I ideas, that kind of stem from the big I, the, the, the general, you know, this this concept, this concept of of self governments, a government of by and for the people, uh, uh, the concept of liberty, the, of freedom, right, of the ability to make with my life what I want to make or not make, for that matter. All that stuff led to radically different circumstances for the average human being on this planet, this side of heaven. And so, and so if we, if we were, this nation was predicated on an idea that was rooted in truth, and that's important. That's why, that's why these things resulted. We tapped into something, these ideas that exploded with a bunch of blessings and benefits, exploded in ways nobody could have even possibly comprehended, right? I mean, we got, you know, I could pick individual businesses or advances in technology. I don't even want to do that, but just think about what exists that would not have existed without the birth of this country rooted in those ideas and principles, that the founders would have made a different choice, the world would be a, there would be a stark difference in those two worlds. And by the way, a world without the United States of America would be a much, much, much darker place. And we've got our problems and we have people who are every day trying to, they're trying to erase the truths upon which this nation was built or that we recognized during the process of, I think, pursuing truth, pursuing a more perfect union and actually taking us or following it where it led versus what we do now, which is make up nonsense, absolute gibberish and nonsense. So anyway, the, I, the point here is if we, if, if America was great or is great because of an idea, if we deviate too much from that idea that that nation is going to, or we're going to see the negative consequences of that, right? I mean, this is, seems to me to be very common sense. So when it comes to the idea of, of truth, right, and, and when, you, when you plug it into how a government should function and what's within the purview and responsibility of a government, it, you can't pick and choose which parts of it you don't necessarily want to pursue. I mean, if, if it's best to do a certain thing and if it is defending truth and if it is you know, promoting liberty and all these things, all these, all the, all the things I talked about. Um, and we say we're no longer going to talk about the ones that make us uncomfortable. What do we really think is going to happen? What do we really think is going to happen with, if we stop defending some of these social issues, um, that are absolutely from our, from, you know, our view of the government's role in a particular issue that's being thrust upon it by radicals today. If we don't address it and win it and fight it and defend it, then we are accepting, we are accepting that that particular truth is not worth defending. And if we have a whole society of children that are raised being told things that are clearly not true, they're being told that they are true. How do we expect them 
to be able to decipher through the nonsense. I want to use another word, but I won't. <laughs> Half kidding. But how do we expect them to navigate the nonsense when we haven't exposed them to all the truth because we don't really want to in certain in certain areas? It seems to me that we're raising a generation that would be less prepared to defend and understand what to do about truth in other areas, which would then extend into the areas like the truth of economics and what we've learned through free market capitalism and so forth. It will eventually come. It will eventually come to erode those truths as well. In fact, that's already upon us. But do we think that there's no fallout from the reality of just arbitrarily deciding which truths we're not going to stand up and defend? So that's my question. I want to play a soundbite. Actually, I have a couple. I might play one. I might play two. I'm definitely going to play one. I want to talk about this. It's a social issue. Um, some of this transgender stuff that we're dealing with, you could throw CRT in this mix as well. Um, you could you could even throw mask mandates in this, which you could, that's, you know, I don't know. There's a, there's a blend there between social and, and you know, social issues slash uh, public health. But these are the sorts of things that, create a mindset about the role of government and we have to we have to think about the issue and the truth and also what are the ramifications of waving the white flag and letting these radicals push some of this nonsense these complete falsehoods dangerous falsehoods on the next generation which is really what they're trying to do i know they don't a lot of them don't see it that way I've explained that before, but that doesn't change what the truth is. Whether you believe it, I believe it, no one believes it. Truth is truth. And the truth is, is that these things that they are promoting is dang- are, are dangerous, I should say. Plural things. So, quick time out. Taking a quick break here. Come back, pick up, talk about this social issue. The reason that we should be willing to stand up for all. You know, Some Republicans don't want to do this on, on social issues, but I think it's important. And we're going to kind of delve into this with the time we have left together today. Sit tight, my friends, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So I'm talking here about social issues. A lot of, a lot of Republicans, I shouldn't say a lot, there's a percentage of Republicans who just want to focus on economic issues. And look, I, I don't want to lose them. I don't want to say, hey, um, you know, go start another another party or something here. We can agree on this on the economic issues, but I'm saying please for a moment. Please for a moment, if if you think if you think that not fighting these social issues and throwing up our hands and saying that the things that should, you know, the, the things that are being taught by some teachers, and this isn't in every classroom, but I would contend it's probably in the vast majority of, of every schools, uh, every school in the country. Um, it just takes one radical teacher. I mean, that's percentage wise. We're not talking about huge percentages, but sometimes there's radical administrators or radical teachers groups, or rad, I mean, before you know it, there can be a massive, and in, in some places it's expected, some of this radical, you know, San Francisco, uh, Seattle, Portland, things like that, uh, places like that. So, but if we think that we can somehow keep the minds of children, say, okay, we're going to 
make sure that we teach you about economic truths, but we're not going to teach you about any other truth. If we don't think that those things can, <laughs> that those things can't be confusing to a child or teaching a child to reject fundamental truths about things that are among the the most obvious thing. I, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. Children, one of the very first things that the children children learn, I'm just remembering this as a parent, they know that there's a difference between mom and dad. And this is one of, it's almost like if they can convince people that there's no such thing as, you know, traditional gender views about things. And I'm not saying that, look, we have to, we have to account for, differences amongst people. Not every man is the same, but there are things that are clearly masculine traits or, you know, that define what a man is. doesn't mean every man meets all of, you know, all the details of the things on the periphery, but there's a definition of what that is. Otherwise, what does the word itself mean, right? I mean, words are used or words are created because it's to identify some idea or some subject to say that's what that is. Well, they're telling us that words like man and woman are not what we've been taught for bazillions of years, whatever the number of years are. But I'm going to play this really quickly here. Um, I was long last segment, but this I just want this is the kind of stuff that that we're subjected to. This comes, by the way, from the TikTok or the Twitter account libs of TikTok, which this is the Twitter account that was doxed by the Washington Post reporter who was crying about being doxxed a couple of days or oh, these people are rat just hypocritical not libs of tiktok these these journalists that um the way that they they behave and so forth but i just want you to listen to this listen to this so this is actually i'm gonna have to read this so there's two videos that i was gonna play Th- this one is a, a slideshow this one is a slideshow, and it's a, it's of a teacher. And the slides says, Ms. Beeman is now MX Beeman, which I think you say, well, it says in one of these slides, MX sounds like mix. I see, I don't, I'm telling you right now, I don't, these things, I, I mean, I, I have to sometimes diagram this stuff out to follow this. You know me as Ms. Beeman, and I'm still your teacher. This is what one of the slides say. But now I go by Mix Beeman. It sounds like, well, it sounds like Mix Beeman is what the slide says. But when when Mix Beeman is, is like Ms. is M-S period, this is M-X period. So th- these are slides for the class. Mix Beeman and he, they. In class, instead of going... Ms. Beeman, now you will say Mix Beeman. And instead of saying she, you can say they or he when talking about me. They or he. I don't even understand that. What does that mean? It's not it's not he, him, it's he, they? What? Now we're talking about that's that's a when I was a student, in fact, when you would if you wrote something that was referencing a person and you said they, they would have said the teachers, they would have said, no, that's not right because that's a plural. You're talking about a singular. I mean, we literally have blown up the entire education system here. And so this thing, this thing goes on, this slideshow of this mix beeman 
slideshow to the class, and it says, I am transgender and non-binary. Again, what I, I think this was for, I forget the grade. It was young. I mean, young kids. I want to say second grade is what I saw. I, I could be wrong, but it was young, young kids. I'm not seeing it. I'll have to tell you after the break. So, I am transgender and non-binary. I was born in the wrong body, it says. Even though I was born a girl, I feel like a boy on the inside. Which again, what is boy? Uh, the stuff, folks, is is crazy. But don't fully like either. And I can say that I don't hate these people. This is just this is not this is not healthy. I'm still the same me. He writes or she again. I'm not trying to. Um, yeah, some people are born in the wrong body. You know, they don't, it doesn't match. There's somewhere in here where it says, I thought in the slides, it says sometimes doctors, or maybe that was the other one, another soundbite I was thinking of playing. But one of them says sometimes doctors take a guess. Yeah, it was the other soundbite. I'll try to play that if I've got time after the break. But we've got to fight, and what this stuff cannot stand. This is, this is beyond confusing to students of, of any age, just confusing to adults. And I don't mean this to be disrespectful, um, but these are young. I, I want to say, I want to say it was one of the yeah. I mean, young kids. So anyway, I'm going to play the other one, time permitting, on the other side of the break. Sit tight, my friends. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So I want to. I mentioned this other. I think I get these two confused. That's why I started to play this one. Um, I got the two confused here. This one, I want you to hear this. This is another libs of TikTok. And all the libs of TikTok does is repost videos of people talking about transgender stuff. That's just, I mean, it's it's just, I mean, some of this stuff, folks, is just is really crazy. I just want you to listen to this. This is the one that the teacher who tells kindergarten, first and second graders that doctors are sometimes wrong when they assign or when they make a decision on a newborn baby, what the gender is. Listen to this. All right. So something that's really cool and unique about who I am is that I am transgender. So we touched a little bit about that at the beginning of this week uh, in the book that Miss Hammond read. But I'm going to give you my explanation about what it means to be transgender as well. So when babies keep, are born. Keep in mind, kindergarten, first and second grade. Here, I back up just a little bit so you can hear where, you, where this teacher re uh, uh, starts to explain this as well so when babies are born the doctor looks at them and they make a guess about whether the baby is a boy or a girl mm -hmm. based on what they look like and most of the time that guess is 100 percent correct there are no issues whatsoever um and, but sometimes the doctor is wrong. The doctor makes an incorrect guess. Um, when the doctor makes a correct guess, that's when a person is called cisgender. When a doctor's guess is wrong, that's when they are transgender. So I'm a man, but when I was a baby, the doctors told my parents I was a girl. And so my parents gave me a name that girls typically have and bought me clothes that girls typically wear. Um, and until I was 18 years old, everyone thought I was a girl. First. And this was super, super uncomfortable Second for me grade. because I knew that wasn't right. Um, the way I like to describe it is like wearing a super itchy sweater. Um, the longer you wear it, the itchier it gets. And the only way to make the itching stop is to have everyone see and know the person 
that you really are. So when I was 18, I told my family and my friends that I'm really a boy, and it was like this huge weight had been lifted off of my shoulders, and I had the freedom to be who I truly am. And even though this experience is super challenging sometimes, um, I am su- it made me the person I am, and I'm super proud to be transgender. Okay. Again, first, kindergarten, first, second, third, or first and second grade. This is the stuff, again, I just, as we talked about this a little bit the past couple of weeks, I just, we have to win. We have to, this cannot, this cannot go on. And for those who think, leave the social issues alone, just focus on the economics. Folks, if we subject children to this, their brains are going to be so messed up that I, this, the ramifications will eventually will pour into the truce of economics as well. I got to take a break just along in this segment. Uh, sit tight, my friends. Back in just a minute. All right, my friends. <clears throat> Welcome back. Don't have a lot of time here, but I do want to say, you know, one of the biggest reasons people don't want to wade into this, of course, is the social pressures of this and all that. But it's also the notion people don't want to be accused of, you know, hating. And this is not about hating anyone this is this is not about that they want you to think that that's the case but how many how many unhealthy behaviors do does any person have none of us are perfect and if we acknowledge our own unhealthy behaviors it doesn't mean we hate ourselves if we tell a friend or a spouse or a co-worker if you manage people that's not the only solution here we have to stop and get outside of this silly fake argument and win these battles. I've got to go, folks. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.